Chapter 20 The First Lie of Genesis 3 After the creation of God's universal family, the enemy corrupted its goodness with the evil virus called sin. Two lies, following the pride of Satan's rebellion, were sent to enter man's brain and sunder him from his creator. The first we have already spoken of. It is still with us and daily continues its dissevering work. Its evil name is independence. Though I call it a name, I will not venerate the lie with the uppercase. Did God really say you could not eat? His treacherous tongue whispers. Nah, you mustn't bother about that. You don't need God. You can live without him. The Lie of Independence A lie that broke and destroyed the innocent childness of life in the garden. No more insidious and perfect lie could have been sent to destroy the Genesis 2 relationship between the father and his created children. How lethal is the spirit of independence, absolutely preventing a right and humble child's heart before fatherhood. Indeed, where independence reigns, fatherhood itself becomes impossible. Fulfilled fatherhood requires childness, requires looking up and outside ourselves for direction to life. True childness requires submission to one greater. Submission given by willing, self-denying choice. Such was Adam and Eve's garden life in Genesis 2. Submission born of coercion is no submission at all. True childness is entered into by the full and happy choice of the child himself. I will not be my own, says such a one. I have no desire to be my own. I will to belong to another. I choose not to be master of my own fate and destiny. I want never to be independent about anything again. I make myself a child for the rest of my days. I decide to ask my father what he would have of me. I desire to say, think, do, plan, hope for nothing but what the father would want me to say, think, do, plan, or hope. I accept that the Father knows what is best for me in ways far beyond my own capacity to know what is best. I lay down all claim to independence, that my Father might be all to me. Henceforth I am wholly and utterly, in all ways, His child. Fatherhood and independence are mutually exclusive. Neither can exist in the presence of the other. Because young children have no choice but to live under the authority of and, in a sense, in submission to their parents, it is easy to assume that they are children in the full and proper sense. Not so.
they are offspring. They have been placed within families as children, occupying the role of children, in order to be trained in the most elemental lesson in all the universe, that lesson which all men and women must one day learn, to trust, so that they might desire to become true children indeed. Alas, how very few learn to apprehend this foundational necessity for happiness and fulfillment. In truth, the spirit of independence reigns more thoroughly within the heart of a human child than in any other place within the created kingdom of planet Earth. It is this independence that the God-ordained and heaven-established family order was intended to purge out of him, that he might desire to put independence behind him and enter into a life with true fatherhood, of which the earthly motherhood and fatherhood of his parents are but a faint and broken echo. There is a childness into which we must all learn to grow, as well as a childhood we must all leave behind. The latter we cannot help. There is no other way to come into being than as offspring of human parents. This process we share with the animal kingdom. But that unique calling of the divine within us, that instinct to cast our gaze upward, such is the stamp of God himself upon our nature. It is the call to become his children. That is a childness that can only be entered into by the willing, submitted, self-denying choice to lay the independence of earthly childhood forever aside. It is a childness of maturity. It represents the apex, the flowering of the human plant, the very pinnacle of life's development. To this choice, to this growth into childness, the earthly family, with its fatherhood, its motherhood, and its childhood, has forever been intended to lead. That it does help so few children to grow into childness is sad indication that so few of its fathers and mothers are children of divine childness themselves. Independence blocks the path to childness. It was the first lie told to man, and it has been preventing fatherhood ever since.